Hello, and welcome to the Irish Memory Box, brought to you by Irish Community Services. ICS is an immigration and social services provider located in Chicago. The Irish Memory Box fosters a more vibrant sense of community by connecting people of Irish heritage from different generations. It is a new way for Irish generations to communicate and learn from each other. So today, Cliff Carlson will be interviewed by 10-year-old Luke. Hi Luke, and welcome to the Irish Memory Box. So before we get to the questions, could you tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I live in Nokomis, Illinois. When I grow up, I would like to be a paleontologist. And my favorite subject in school would probably be math. Oh, cool. Uh, hi, Cliff. Uh, how are you? I'm terrific. Welcome to the Irish Memory Box. Um, so would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Uh, my name is Cliff Carlson. I publish Irish and American News since uh, 1991. And uh, before that, I, I used to run grocery stores. Oh, cool. Cool. Awesome. Okay. So, Luke, whenever you're ready, you can give us your first question. Where were you born? I was born in Chicago, almost downtown at what is now Northwestern Hospital. Okay. Question number two. Where did you go to school? I went to school on the north side of Chicago. I went to public school. I went to a school called Eugene Field, and I went to Gale School in grammar school. And then in high school, I went to a school called Sullivan and another one called Sen. Can you tell us a little bit about what's, what was school like? Or when you went to school? Uh, they were usually, you know, you start about eight in the morning and you leave about three in the afternoon. And um, the classes were pretty good size, over 30 kids. It was always like that when I went to school. We covered just about everything, you know, geography, math, science, current events, history, English. How did you get into journalism and newspapers? Good question. Um, I was working for a company called Safeway Stores, and a friend of mine wanted to publish uh, a uh, publication for the food industry. And I had taken uh, typing in high school and, and did pretty well at it. And I was also in sales. So um, while I was working in the grocery business, I also helped him uh, put out this publication. And um, we had someone set up to type it and they changed their mind because we didn't have enough money to pay them. So I said, well, I'll do it. And I did. I typed the whole publication and I got the bug. Wow. And was it um, different when you started doing it to how you run it now? Oh, way different. Yes. Everything has changed. How is it different? It's changed a lot. 
before when I first bought the newspaper, we didn't even have computers. We did work all, all differently. And we used to uh, work on the telephone and we used to put uh, on a typewriter, we used to put words together that we could use in a publication. And we used to use things like, um, we used to use a term called cut and paste. And we used to take that type and we used to cut it. And we used to paste it on a piece of paper by hand. And so then we paste a little piece here by hand and a little piece there by hand. And it took a long time compared to today. Once the computers came out and the internet, we started getting emails with ads in them. We used to take the ad out of the email, print it, paste it up on the page, just like we always did. And from there, everything over a, a short period of time, probably your lifetime, 10 years, everything changed in 10 years and everything was digital. So it changed completely. And we just changed with it. That's awesome. That's so interesting to be witness to the development of newspaper. Digital is amazing because we lay out the paper with something called InDesign, Adobe, um, and all the pages are right there. And we send them over the internet. They never get printed out by us. We send them to our printer. I used to drive pages to the printer. It's all different now. Do you have plans to retire? And if so, what would you do? Um, I don't have plans right now to retire because uh, this is the kind of thing that not everybody can do. Not everybody's cut out to be their own boss and, and to sell ads and put a paper together. So it takes a certain kind of person that would have to buy this for me to want to retire. And right now I'm having too much fun. But yes, someday I want to retire and um, I might flip houses. Other than that, we've got seven grandkids. Uh, I have one 21 years old. So, and uh, several that are younger than Luke and we have a good time with them. So someday when we retire, uh, we'll spend more time playing with them. They're a lot of fun. Between Kathy and me, we have seven daughters. Oh, wow. And they're all over the country. I've been to Ireland 21 times, so. Wow. And I'm looking forward to another time. Awesome. 20, make it looking number 22, maybe next year. Also surfed in Ireland. Oh, wow. It's, it's huge right now, surfing, and it's like... Especially since lockdown, everyone is surfing. First, I have a comment on my grandfather went to Sin. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, Sin has been there over 70, probably over 80 years. So, you know, the Lone Ranger went to Sin. You probably don't know who the Lone Ranger is, do you? But he was a TV personality. He was a cowboy. Cool. What a, what a nice connection. Do you remember what you wanted to be when you were young? Uh, no. I, I kind of just... I started working when I was 11 delivering newspapers and I got in the grocery business at, when I was 11 as well in a small grocery store in Chicago on the north side and I delivered groceries with a bicycle with a basket on it in a five block area and I stocked the shelves for them. I ran the cash register and so I kind of just 
enjoyed that. So you never wanted to be a superhero, no? Not that I remember. <laughs> <laughs> what were you expecting when you entered the Irish American News? Well, I started a publication here in Chicago called Food Industry News. The Irish American News was for sale after I sold my food newspaper. And I knew that the, the Irish paper was kind of small then, and it was, it was only two colors, green and black ink. And I, I knew there were a lot of Irish here in Chicagoland, and that that paper could be better. I'm a part Irish. My mom always told me somebody came from Ireland on a famine ship. So oh, wow. um, I thought this would be a nice connection. So the Irish American News was around before? It started on March 17th, 1977. The first one came out. Oh, wow. I bought it in 1991. I don't know if you have covered this yet, but what kind of stories do you cover in the Irish American News? Well, we try to cover a variety, and I try to cover um, good news. We try to publish uh, interesting stories about Irish here in Chicagoland and, and in Ireland and maybe in the United States. It depends. Whatever's interesting. And uh, we have a lot of columnists who have their own opinions, and we like to let them have freedom of speech and say what they want to say in their columns so that people get a different point of view than just mine. And we pick our own covers a lot of the time. What we put on the covers uh, can be very interesting sometimes. What's your favorite part of running the Irish American News? I suppose it's just the friends I make doing it. Um, I have a lot of different customers and various types of businesses and I get to see how everybody does what they do you know whether it's a restaurant or whether it's a club or whether it's a, um, a quilt making um, club or uh, music or dance I get to see how everybody does what they do and, or like the Irish Community Services, I get to see what they do. And it's very interesting to me to keep them all connected and see how it all works together. It's fun. A lot of very interesting people. That's why I, I can't wait to go back to Ireland. The Irish people are the friendliest people I've ever met. Hmm. Your newspaper is actually the reason that I am doing what I do. I used to work with Chief O'Neill's. And I picked up the news, the Irish American news, didn't even know it existed. And I read a, um, a, an ad for the playgroup up in the Irish community services were running. Well, so, Chief is another great business. You know, Siobhan and Brendan, who own it, have done a great job. Um, they started out, they didn't know what they were doing, but they dove in with both feet. And uh, they run one of the better restaurants, uh, especially Irish restaurants in all of Chicagoland. They do yeah. a good job. Absolutely. Big shout out to Siobhan and Brandon McKinney and all the Chief O'Neill's people. My last question is, are you married? I am. Uh, I'm married to Kathy Curry Carlson, and uh, we've been married since 2014. Do you know where your wife is from? Yes. County Cork, she said. County Cork, Ireland. 
and um, maybe a little Scottish in there too. What do your children do? Several of them raise their kids, and that's a big job. One of them sells uh, as a company called Stella and Dot. She works for. I have a daughter who works for like uh, World Market, and I have another daughter who's a teacher, and. Uh, She's also just got a real estate license, so she'll be selling real estate soon and continue teaching. I'm very proud of the fact that she's a teacher. And um, I have a daughter that's a librarian and another one that sells real estate uh, full-time plus raises her kids. And I have another one that uh, homeschools her two girls and uh, works for a pizza place in the evening. I have a daughter that's a full-time nanny. I wanted to ask you, Cliff, I know you mentioned that you've been to Ireland 21 times. Uh, is there any one memory of Ireland that you could share with us? I can if you got about five minutes. Tell us okay. the story, why not? My 21st trip to Ireland was during the centenary, 19, uh, 2016, celebrating the 100th anniversary of the Easter Rising. And uh, I arrived in Dublin. I was on Grafton Street. Grafton's a famous street loop uh, where they say that if you stay on Grafton Street long enough, you'll see someone you know. And I was there watching um, these six guys. They were all dressed in black and they were sitting still and they looked like statues. And if, if somebody put money in a little cup or uh, a monkey would crash cymbals and say thank you and they would all move and say thank you and they'd freeze again and there was a guy standing there and i started talking to him uh 20 feet away and we're just talking and uh long story short he i invited him to uh go to uh davy burns on grafton street which is a local place where i a local restaurant where irish people go and i knew that because i'd been there the day before so six places later, uh, we exchanged uh, numbers and I, I told them that um, I had to go to the West Coast, but I would come back for the centenary celebration. And he invited me to stay at his place. And uh, so I said, okay. Long story short, he turned out to be a pilot for Ryanair. He ran four buildings down by the Harp Bridge um, he had a penthouse at the top of one of them. He had a Mercedes in the basement and uh, he had a, his own uh, little airplane. And he, he promised me that the last day I was in Ireland that he would take me up over Dublin so I could get pictures for the newspaper of Dublin from the sky. And uh, he did. He took me in his little plane, one engine plane, and we went up over Dublin and I took pictures for the newspaper and I published a 16 page uh, thing of all pictures of Dublin. Oh my God, that is and, and amazing. Do you have any words of wisdom, Cliff, for the Irish people who are listening or will be listening? Um, yes, continue uh, being, uh, being Irish and being proud of it and um, continue being the great people that you are. I have one question though. What is a paleontologist? I think I know what it is. Well, paleontologist, there's actually two types. There's paleontologists 
who works on the field, and there's a paleozoologist who keeps track of all the different animals they find. And a paleontologist, they don't just like dig up dinosaur bones, they dig up anything from before Homo sapiens arrived. Good for you. You got it all planned out. Well, I hope it happens for you. Thank you both for joining us. It has been an absolute pleasure talking to you. What a wonderful way to end my day. So that brings us to the end of this episode. If you would like to capture Irish memories, please email me. Grace at irishchicago.org If you know someone with a story or two, let me know. The Irish Memory Box is yours. Thank you.